think I'm starting to understand sports pastors more. What do you talk about when there's not a lot going on in sports? You make shit up. Or you just tell the truth and say something like, you're listening to Warm Beer and the Cheap Seats podcast, WBCS with Big Mike and Casey. Take it away, Casey. Oh, Welcome back to Warm Beer and the Cheap Seats. This is Howlman Jack. No, it's Casey. I don't know what just happened there. Who was that? Oh, I don't know. Guy from the 50s and 60s. Uh... Anyways, welcome back to WBCS. Great intro there, sweet Melissa. Big Mike is on the road. He will be checking with us. And, of course, we'll have our regular gang of uh, Big Ed from the Montecito. And Subway Slam will also... uh, I chime in at some point. So welcome back to another Friday night. And if you're listening on Naughty Radio, ahoy. Naughty Radio. Can we say it like that? Naughty. Naughty. <laughs> I think it works. I think the captain would approve. I hope so. Otherwise we're in big trouble. Yes. <laughs> and you can follow us on Twitter at Beer Seats. Uh, on, you can always uh, reach out to us individually. But collectively, because we have one email address. It's the show at warmbeerandcheapseats.com. So there you have it. There it is, folks. There you have it. So there we are, Friday night live. And then more or less uh, on playback, you'll listen to us on a Tuesday. But we're live now. Or sometimes on Sunday. But a small portion of us on Sunday. <laughs> That would be the rock and roll retrospective. So we have a couple things that we'll be uh, covering today if we're going to do, you know, talking points. You know, you got to start with your thesis statement, you know. You heard it. Yeah. And I'm under. There's no sports. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, there's some sports. I know. I'm teasing. Just not much. Right. And I underlined that statement. Yeah. So now I have my uh, first of three paragraphs. But part of those. You know, the, the intro, you, you got to get the what the paragraphs are about. Sure, we're going to sneak in a little NFL. I'm doing a little do-it-yourself at home. You are? Yes. Wow. Oh, yeah, don't act surprised. I am. I've been working on stuff in the house. Okay. Yeah, because we right. have a bathroom we can't use. Oh, right. Right, right. Okay. All right, there so stand go. down, stand down. Uh, an NBA coach has very strong feelings on Dasani. Uh, love the coach anyways. As do I. Uh, we watched um, a little night court this week. Hey, is it the same theme song or they revamp it? No, it's the same theme song, same tune. They just kind of made it a little bit more modern. Welcome to good. Oh, thank you. I just. Hola. Hola, sweet Melissa. So, I got a doozy of plumbing projects. <laughs> I'm working on. <laughs> Pretty much. Ooh. Yeah, you you're, com- you're coming in a little hot on that one. It's a dookie. Uh, yeah, well, that thing's the real deal. It's not one of them shitty plastic ones. Yeah, oh. I, I know you'd have one of them. <laughs> What's it made of? It's made of steel. It comes like from an actual uh, company that specializes in 
It's made from uh, rhinoceros tusk, you know, real ivory. The balls of a weathered elephant. Yeah. It was made from the skull of the last remaining dodo. Yeah. Yeah, they say, don't touch that one. I'm like, this one? Yeah. What, 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 what? So we, we have that going for us. Yeah. The, I mean, this, this, I'm telling you, spare no expense for the show. Thirty-two forty-nine. That's right. Wow. That's right. It's paid for. I didn't even finance it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Pri- it wasn't prime. I got. I got duped. Do you know that they have layaway on Amazon? I just noticed. I said it as a joke, but I swear I saw it. I you you got to keep them Americans in debt. That the ones happen. You know these fuckers aren't happy unless we are in debt. You know, when Paul Schaefer was building the Saturday Night Live band, I, I think the first instrument he got was a s- slide whistle. Mm-hmm. Any real band, I mean. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, that was John Belushi's go-to. <laughs> Don't get me started. So uh, we're going to start introducing you as the musical director. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Da 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 and you know I'm doing my little <laughs> Yeah. I could see that being the theme song. Just needs a little practice. Yeah. There you go. Wow. So I don't I'm know one... too many podcasts that have a slide whistle, so um no no not many. We're not very many. unique. We're serious, we're goofy and we have a slide rule, slide whistle. Yeah, so start with that. you know that void that's out there. We're we're filling that void. Right. Now we need the 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 vibe slap. Yep, that's a little. Uh, we'll see. See how the budget goes this year. Actually, the budget <laughs> the budget's looking good compared to twenty twenty two. I mean, there's not any uh, World Cup or or Olympics. Yeah, we're not sending anyone international right now. Guess who sponsors the Jeb Bush Xfinity car? Wait, the Jeb Bush? Jeb Burton. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, like, Jeb Bush, that fucker's driving? I was like, well, that makes sense. I haven't heard his name in a while. He just (laughs) took off in racing. He's like, fuck this presidential race. Racing car is way better. Go Google Jeb Burton and look who these uh, his sponsor is. Really? Yeah. No, no, no. Jeb Burton. Jeb Burton. You know, now you're gonna get her all confused, and then that's all right. It wasn't that hard. All I had to do is say, "Hey, sweet Melissa." (laughs) Well, she keeps. I wasn't trying. Well, she keeps trying to kill (laughs) sweet baby James. Yeah, uh, Taylor. Yeah, she's like, oh, that's the guy that's dead. I'm like, no, James Taylor's alive. I do. All the time. Every time I hear him, I'm like, isn't he dead? Yeah. Uh, John Wayne Service Company? Huh? No, it should be Fly Lines. Oh. oh, okay. Well. Casey, did you type in the right Jeb? Yeah, Jeb Burton. Just just pictures all over. Is he breaking up to you? Uh, a little bit, but I, I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay. You know, he's in a, he's at the Montecito. Things happen. Gotcha. 
Yeah, someone just won the jackpot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lights flicker. Hold on, we got to make sure. Let's go to the tapes, make sure nothing crazy is going on. I don't see it either. I, I got to uh, step away for a second. Proceed. Proceed. So I've been watching these videos on YouTube on, you know, fixing some plumbing. I, I have a house that was kind of remodeled, but it's built in the 60s. So you're going to still inherit like older inherit problems or when people decide to, I don't know, add a bedroom and a master bath and stuff. It wasn't all there initially. So um, some of it kind of backs up and then I'm not on city water. I got a septic tank, so chances are it's probably the septic, everything that I've looked at. But in either case, I'm researching on how to troubleshoot different plumbing issues that I could run into because just knowing uh, my history of working on things, if it can go wrong, it's going to absolutely go wrong if I not plan out 13 steps in advance. And so I'm trying not to take 42 trips to Home Depot, Ace, and any oh, other hardware lie. store. You love taking 42 trips. I absolutely do not. So doing the research, watching some videos, and there's a lot of them out there. Some guys are plumbers. There's a guy in Massachusetts. He's got like, uh, I don't know, a cam on his head. And it starts with him in the van. He's like, this fucking lady, she called me and said, I wouldn't be there to three o'clock. He's like, lady, do you have a flooded toilet or not? You know, uh, and he's bitching about her. He gets there and boy, he makes a big fucking mess in the bathroom. Really? Oh God. Yeah. Is he, he like a viral sensation? Cause it sounds kind of funny. I don't know. He's just, uh, he sounded more like a mass hole. Uh, so, uh, whatever it is what it is. And I'm like, well, you know, some of these videos are just not produced at the level of I'm really understanding what they're doing. It's like the guys are like, all right, what you got to do is take off the intake manifold. And they take in one, one bolt off and they're like, intake manifold is off. That's it. <laughs> they don't show you the 35 fucking clamps that are somehow attached to stuff. The four vacuum hoses. The Oh, the bolt that's holding the whole fucking thing on the backside. You know, they, they don't tell you that they don't, you know, every, everything comes out with fucking ease. You know, there are birds fucking chirping, <laughs> squirrels high-fiving in the background. It's always easy fucking maintenance. Meanwhile, you shear a bolt head, uh, you, you break this or that inside like a intake valve. So whatever, I digress. So I started watching, um, the, the old PBS series, it's still current series, this, uh, this old house. And they produced a lot of the videos on their own YouTube channel. And they have a guy who's like a master plumber. and They're very good videos. He's actually a pretty funny guy. Uh, so I have quite a bit of more of them. But I, I think I, I got it kind of down to that. It's probably the tank is kind of just temporarily effed for now. Mm -hmm. No big deal. Hey, the joys of home ownership. There you go. Right? Isn't that what you're supposed to say? That's what my dad said. That's what a lot of people say. Do they? Yeah. Hmm. That's all right. So it, it's a fixable thing. And then, you know, we got one leaking valve. That, that will be fixed. I mean, the water's off. There's no water running anywhere. So it's, 
it's handled for now temporarily. So the, the do it yourself videos are very interesting to watch on YouTube. There's a lot of them, but they're mostly produced like dog shit. It's right. just no production value. You know what? Just, I use them for everything and you got to take it with a grain of salt. At least it, for me, it points me in the right direction. Usually I can figure it out. I've, I've been doing a, a home appliance, like a dishwasher or a microwave install. Or, oh, like a microwave. Like, it, ah, it yes, just comes yes. right out. It just comes right out. He forgets to tell you there's the a, guy. A yeah, Mr. Fuck. I left him a comment, a, a very constructive comment. Oh, hey, yeah. guy, don't forget to tell about the fucking hook that holds the motherfucker on there. Yeah. Hey, I got I got a, a constructive criticism. It's kind of like, here, you can use my car. Yeah. But I'm not going <laughs> to leave you the key. It easy or the me, car my yeah you get the key or the car not both you know pool or a pond no the pond's good for you my attention deficit disorder will not let me watch many youtube videos um but i find it easiest to find like a picture tutorial like words and pictures like short steps and wiki how i think is one of the websites no that i end up looking at a lot like search something and then that comes up right you know i find like the the that diy car videos like with the uh first cadillac i had i did the coil packs yeah it was relatively easy it looks intimidating when you pop the hood but once you know in 40 minutes i had the intake out and while i had it out i did all the spark plugs you know i mean <laughs> some of that stuff's really helpful and saved me uh, six hundred dollars at the dealer Casey saved me. From oh, yeah. And the sure. car ran another 100,000 miles before I sold it. So Nice. Well, I just gone through that adventure with uh, Sweet Melissa's 2007 <laughs> Hyundai Santa Fe uh, with the 2.7 liter naturally aspirated V6. It's trans-mounted. Um, yeah, see how you like learn that shit? Trans-mounted, really aspirated. So... You know, it's it's a V six, a small V little little baby V six. So uh, I have I have a code reader. I just popped it on there. It gives me a general idea, and you know, it's a code three hundred two, right? So yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's handy. Yeah. So uh, which is like a misfire cylinder. Oh, actually, it was a. It was a number, right? No, no, no. It was a PO three hundred four, or something like. Yeah, yeah. So misfire, you know, cylinder four. While doing the research, it's stating more than likely it's your coil pack is bad, or the spark plug. But one of the two, it's one. So I'm like, all right, I'll change all the spark plugs because who knows when it was last changed, and it wouldn't hurt to put new spark plugs in the car. It never hurts it. Mm -mm. Um, however. Uh, the cylinders that are up front are like one, three, and five, and the ones in the back are two, four, and six. So, uh, needless to say, or it's the other way around. It, it was cylinder three. One, three, and five are in the back, two, four, and six in front. So, intake manifold's got to come off. And, you yeah. know, yeah, dickhead sure. with the video, it just pops off. You know, little little blue birds, like, lift it off for him yeah. and fly away. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, the old Eucharist. <laughs> Yeah, like a happy whistle song. Yeah, it's like Cinderella when she's cleaning yeah, the house. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. There's like a raccoon bringing him a cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, Clean the windows. Cinderella. Cinderella. So the the uh, the one coil pack broke, like the the boot broke inside this on top of the spark plug. Like, oh, that's oh. nice. Yeah, you're like, well, that's that's not how the video goes. <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, let's take five because we're about to just uh, set this fucking thing on fire. Ready to have the meltdown in front of the neighborhood, right? <laughs> right. That's not what smelled like fire. So what we got, we got some a lubricating oil, just spray it down there, got a hanger, create a hook with it and sharpen it so it was like a sharp hook and we're able to easily fish it out. That's, nice. that's the trick. That's the trick. Where did the um, lubricating oil go? Down the, the cylinder. Oh. So it would get around the edge of the rubber boot. So because there's creating a suction. But that could be burning. No, it's it's oh, fine. My your your car is just really old. It's gonna have right. it's it's always gonna have issues. Um, hey, I heard there's a podcast going on or something. Yeah, yeah big Mike. Big Mike. I was I was listening to your story. I didn't want to walk all over you. No, so no, I give him a big a big welcome, a big old. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> big Ed, that's amazing. Really, it like- no, I told you this isn't one of those shitty plastic ones that come in a cracker jack box. <laughs> wow, that that was like that was this like one a came in an thing. Amazon box. Yeah, yeah, and nothing comes in those. Nope. I don't no, no, not for thirty two forty nine. Did like, that include shipping? So it was big free one. shipping, but it wasn't prime, so that's why it uh, didn't come the next day. A lot more like that lately. So big, yeah. Like, Amazon's getting to be a little uh, fuckity fuck on shipping, and uh, yep. this fucking guy needs a little bully beatdown. <laughs> yeah, tell him where to stick his rocket. No, no, would that be up his ass? Yeah, it, it's it's already bad enough. You got to look at. This is the fucking logo. Fucking Peroni's disease, motherfucker. No, God. That's the wrong guy. No, it's Amazon. It's the right guy. But SpaceX was Musk. No, no, no. But he's 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 got Blue Origin. It's it's another rocket company. Mm-hmm. Is that what rich guys do now? Yes. Yeah, they actually make a joke about it in like an apartments.com commercial. Okay. There's like a rocket launching in the background, and Jeff Goldblum's like, How many billionaires are there? Uh, <laughs> it's like really fucking quick. It's great. Uh, 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 <laughs> I was totally kidding. Yeah, uh, Big Mike, I was saying that uh, Big Ed is Her, our new mu- musical director. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're in the big time with a musical director. <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. He's our Doc Severinsen. Yeah. Take it away. Wait till I get the virus. <laughs> wait till I get the vibra slap. The show's just gonna explode. Now, um, ex- ex- huh? It sounds dirty to me. I think we should. It does, and that's why the vibra slap. No, this. it's the thing that goes. Casey. You hear it on cake songs all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And that one Ozzy song. Yes. One beer and a cheap seat. You'll be hearing that soon. Wow. Wow. 
Well, <laughs> we have sound effects now. That is pretty awesome. Legit sound effects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Casey, Sounds those potatoes old. that came in the uh, steak box. Yes. Fucking great. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just eating them for the first time. I'm like, I didn't really feel like prepping a meal. I'm like, you know, just a snack. Two of them is a snack, not one. <laughs> Correct. Because one is a tease. <laughs> yeah, the, the one's just an appetizer. <laughs> one what is fuck, I got to get up again, heat up the oven. No, no, we'll just do it at one time. <laughs> What's what that steak, big, Mike? What steak box? What are we talking about? Omaha is Steaks. That, ah, yes. Okay. And you get they're like these steak croquet balls. I don't know what they're called, but they're fucking really? delicious. They're really? potato balls. They're fucking with steak. Or I didn't have the steak. Okay, the steak, so you know what? The, the steak I filleted, pounded real thin, and, and stir fried it, and it was uh, delectable. Very nice. Because it's part of my healthy, uh, you know, thing. Healthy is good. Well, I don't know. I just whaled down two pieces of potato. But aside from that, it's been healthy. Well, potatoes from the earth. Yeah. It is. It, it's a root vegetable. Yeah. It is. God made dirt, so don't dirt. Dirt don't hurt. Dirt yeah. don't hurt. Dirt. 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 She's just sitting there going. I'm going to be the winner of the most slide with full sound effect. Oh, well, Subway <laughs> Slam. I don't know. He's going to give oh, you one for your money. Yeah, you're right. Come on, Subway. We, we might want to keep track of this. <laughs> you know, just just saying. We might want to keep track of it. Well, the first one was gratuitous just to introduce it. Maybe the first two. <laughs> now, it's, now it's real. We can send now we're not playing. to somebody if they guess how many in like a month. Did you uh did you guys see the the quick little story I sent you uh on the Milwaukee yeah. Bucks coach uh Mike Boldenholzer uh really really hating the Dasani? What what's the deal with that? I think Dasani's great. No. What? Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're kidding. <laughs> you're Mike, no. Big Mike, you're a natural heel. I know. This it. this is yeah. a guy that thinks Sundrop a uh, sugar-free sun drop or whatever is fucking good, and that shit tastes uh, like uh, tab on steroids. I, I think it is good. Damn it! All right, yeah, no, it, 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 there is a market apparently, and you're part of it. I am part of it. So, Big Mike, what was going on was right in the middle of his press conference, and you know they always have bottles of stuff laid out. Dasani's a major sponsor of the NBA. It's a Coca-Cola product, no? Cor- correct. So yes. it's like the official water of the yeah, NBA. And they had the bottle there. He just grabbed it during the press conference, <laughs> took a sip, stopped what he said. He winced, looked at it, and shook his head and said no. And just <laughs> handed someone off camera to get rid of it. And then later he's got another bottle of water. That's taped around. You can't see what it is. Oh, shit. Yeah. He, he shook his head no like an upset child. It 
very yeah, yeah. It was it was like a face like a, a baby would make when if you gave him strained peas yeah. for the first time. Yeah, or like yeah, turnips, like, you know, something yeah. of that nature. <laughs> Turn, turnips sound so good. I love turnips. Yeah, not when you're a baby though. I think I did like him as a child. As a baby. I'm just saying, Jesus, the natural heel. I'm telling you, yeah, just, just you're just padding the ballot box, at Big Mike. I don't know. I'm just saying, turnips pretty awesome. I do like turnips. I, do now. <laughs> I never had a turnip until a couple years ago. We're in a real pickle now, there, boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, grab my pork. I don't know, Yogi. (laughs) We're not supposed to grab the picnic baskets. Oh, man. So what did Dasani have to say about all this? Was there like a release? No, you know, it's funny. Dasani never really, they just like, you know, they just ignore it and move on. Because... Um, this happens all the time. Every time there's a hurricane that comes to Florida <laughs> and everyone panics and buys shit, people are always posting pictures of Publix, no bottles of water anywhere found, and I, then there's cases of Dasani sitting there. I happen to think I was the first one to do this, by the way. I'm sharing this on to the, I'm, it's the stories from, uh, Up Rocks. So I got to give credit where credit's due. It's, it's a funny story, but I'm putting it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I Cough think button the there. First picture, I think that was ever like that. I think it's on my Instagram. Oh, you you started that trend. I think so. Yeah, well, there, sure there you go. Positive. Do you want my picture? Do you want to credit me and I'll send you my picture? Mm, well, thank you. We'll, we'll take it. Oh, you you'll be you'll be uh uh looking for hours on your Google I don't Drive. Think so. No, because it's on Instagram and I haven't posted much. Uh, hmm. Well, that's a different social media platform I'm not familiar with. Instagram? Well, I'm, I know of it in theory. Oh. Just not in practice. Oh. You know, it's like, look, it's I know what Presbyterian is. I just don't know what it is. It's you know? for... People with attention deficit disorder. Oh, wow. That's what he's Presbyterians for attention. Holy war. Holy war. Holy war. Oh, okay. Remember that time when Sweet Melissa started that holy wall? Yep. Between the Catholics and Presbyterians. And the. Uh, seven day Adventist. Oh no, I ain't gonna mess with them. Did anyone watch the new revival of Night Court this week? I was curious about it. I did not see it. John Larroquette looks awfully good. I think so too, right? He looks to me very. He's aged well, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, he he's no spring chicken. Yeah, you could tell the guys in Hollywood that stayed in the bottle and the ones that didn't. He's one that didn't. No, he's been sober for a long time. I guess that he yeah. was a pretty wild guy in his young young days. But I can I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, he's the only uh, holdover original, the original show. I mean, 
obviously the show was cursed because every single like just about uh, you know the dirt well while the show was aired two bailiffs died i mean they were old i mean one you knew i mean she sounded like i mean the one her her voice Did i think she was a smoker <laughs> yeah, cor- correct marsha War- warfield passed away who was the one of the last bailiffs i don't think too long ago and then um uh the what about marky post no she passed away just last year really yes well that explains why she wasn't on i was gonna say where the fuck is she and then harry anderson i think died of cancer about like five six years ago no shit yeah yeah so the idea of the show is uh the new judge she's the daughter of harry anderson's character judge harry stone and she's going to move into the night court position and it's dysfunctional as it's always been. And so she reached out to John Larroquette's character, Dan Fielding, who's just working as a process server, mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. fun with it. And, uh, Doing she, so from coffee shop. Yes. You know, going totally undercover and she, she's going to bring, you know, bring him back in, but she wants him to work as a public defendant and, you know, so it, it's got the quirkiness of the original show for sure. Uh, now, it's got some of the charm. Yeah. Hey, how would you yeah. like to come back and take a huge pay cut? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm in. Where do I sign? <laughs> yeah. So that was all covered in the first episode. Yes. And they, they did two episodes on Tuesday night. So they did. So you got to, you know, that pilot out of the way to kind of introduce characters. Uh, whoever they got, the bailiff. She is hysterical. They just give her lines. She's uh, she's just there to deliver one-liners. It, it it is pretty funny. They they do pack in the jokes. There's probably like thirty-five jokes an episode. They it's it's a very uh, tightly written show, in my opinion. As far as uh, Spe- jokes speaking go. of pilots, what do you think is some of the best pilots? Hmm. Like first episodes of shows. Mm. Um, Dukes of Hazard. One Armed Bandits was very, very good. Yes. Uh, the first uh, Las Vegas was was good. Yes, it was. How do you remember these things? The first Scrubs is great. I don't remember it. I mean, obviously, I watched it, so I probably... I don't I... remember my first outdoor picnic, but I do <laughs> remember my first sitcom I liked. Now, sweet Melissa is going to disagree with me on this one. I am. Because I had her watch it, and oh. she seemed ho-hum, but the, the first episode of Sopranos. Oh. What? I, oh. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I agree. God. Yes. With, the, uh, with the geese in the pool? Yes, with the ducks. Yes. Yep. I mean, you watch it, and you're like, what? Like, what the? I mean, I was just blown away. Isn't that the only one we watched? Yeah, that, well, that we watched together. I need to watch the next. There are like sixty other episodes, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, to me, pilots are not often fantastic. Sometimes. No, 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 the first um, sports night. The first they they did. They tried it where they they had the laugh track. Yeah, see, they screwed up that show. It should have been. I see. We've talked about an hour. Yeah, should have been an hour. It, it should have been an hour show, and they should have never had that laugh track. Oh, you know what? You just made me think of that I had a good pilot, obviously, because now I'm like nine episodes in. 
is uh, the TV, what is it, morning show. Oh, on Apple. Yeah, with uh, Aniston and, yeah. Definitely had me hooked, without a question. Yeah, Newsroom was kind of like that for me. Do you remember that? Good. Same, same writers. Yeah, same. So, well, yeah, Aaron Sorkin again. But his that pilot was pretty good because it started of the viral moment when he just talking to these college students and he just like goes batshit crazy, like yelling at them. I don't remember pretty it good. completely, but I'm thinking how I met your mother had a great pilot. Did it? They used a lot of people from Broadway on that show. Oh, really? On Newsroom because of the long dialogues. They needed people that can memorize their lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there are such long dialogues each character would have. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin's like a a Woody Allen of TV. He really likes dialogue. Hmm. Yeah, but his dialogue's a lot easier to understand than Woody Allen's. Right. I never quite got Woody Allen. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not for everyone. No. I like Woody Allen, but he's, like he's a little controversial like, so I just don't talk about it anymore. Yeah, because, you know, he did stuff, and, you know, we all do stuff, but he did stuff. And well, anyway, you know. I feel like it's easier to look yeah. back and say a pilot was good, but when you watch just a pilot... It's hard. Well, here's my thought on it. Uh, the pilot, w- with any TV show, the early seasons, the early episodes always tend to be better. Uh, very few shows age well, where the towards the last, you know, season you're you're hitting the high notes. Have you very few shows. Friends? There aren't there yeah. weren't many Seinfelds like Seinfeld. Oh, Friends and Seinfeld. Wait, wait. I, I got I got a pilot for you guys. And I think I made you watch this, Mike. Uh-huh. And Big Ed, you probably heard about it. Don't know if you watched it. It was called Look Well. And all it was was just a pilot. What? Look Well. Yes. What do you mean? This was a show with Adam West as the lead. Oh, yeah. We watched it. Yes. 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 This was done in 91. He was the lead. And he was supposed to be an actor who played a cop detective in the 70s. And he just actively gets involved in in investigations. And it was written by Conan O'Brien and and Robert Smeagol. It's freaking hysterical. That had to be funny. Smeagol and (laughs) O'Brien? And this could have been added. Did anyone that can write the ambiguous gay duo and not get fucking canceled just geniuses i don't know i i think because conan got like picked up for doing late night or something um this could have been the second coming of adam west too you know oh man it it was really 91 conan was busy because he was doing the late late show like he came on late like 1 30 in the morning Hmm. so help me todd was a good pilot I have to think of things I watched recently. So help me, Todd was good. So was uh, the the pilot of Ghosts. You know what's unwatchable? Holy shit! Fucking Lopez versus Lopez. Is it oh really? I told Casey I thought it looked stupid. He. It looks. It looks very recycled. 
Very. The daughter, she's, you know, a, a fucking Oompa Loompa looking <laughs> chick now, you know. Yeah, it looks bad. She, she got pretty rotund. I mean, it, it happened. <laughs> I don't get the whole plot. Well, I hear the Not plot was, yeah, the plot was, it was kind of based on real events. Uh, during the pandemic, they were locked up together and they had an estranged relationship as it was. Because I, I guess going into the pandemic, like someone cheated. I don't know. And then what, she Lopez just and his she, wife. Yeah, I guess so. And, okay. And then she started posting these TikTok videos. Wait, in real life? Yes. Oh. And then, but they're stuck in a house together. Okay. You know, so there's nowhere to go because there's a pandemic, and you know they were in lockdown in California. Yeah. So she started I'm posting videos um, of just. Just shit that her dad was doing in the more like my dad's doing dumb shit and you know from a generational thing and then it caught on and really? there's a fucking TV show now yeah. The story's kind of neat, I guess. That's all right. I can't figure out George Lopez. I wouldn't. He had a, a late night show that was on TBS. Do you, does anyone remember that? Yeah, like a talk. Vaguely, show? vaguely. I don't think uh, I ever really watched it, but I didn't dislike it. He had like weird beef with like Eric Estrada on it. I don't, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if they're like from uh, rival Mexican fucking. Was it a shoot know, or was it real? It seemed real. I, I, I don't think it was a shoot. Hmm. Wow. It's Eric Estrada. Estrada. He's like got, he's like the manatee has no natural enemies, you know. Yeah, it's 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 punch, dude. Yeah, yeah, just TV executives. Yeah, well, they don't count. Yeah, <laughs> the oil industry. I love manatees. They don't count. Well, you said they're... Eric Estrada counts. He counts. His life matters. <laughs> He's number one in our hearts and our minds. Ponch's life matters. Yes. Ponch? Speaking yeah, Ponch of really. yeah, go ahead. Chips. The, the pilot episode of Chips was pretty good. I don't remember it. I remember it, it, the show. I can't remember a specific episode for some reason of that show. Not well, like I can remember like the Dukes of Hazard. I can remember almost every episode, you know? Chips they were on like, not that far apart from one another, right? They were not. They were not. You're 100 right. But chips, the reason that the reason you can't remember any specific episode, every episode stuck to pretty much the same formula. It's pretty much like how Dokken and Cinderella all wrote music. It was a formula. It was Archie a formula. Riff. Ouch. You know, oh, you'll see. You'll see the uh, pull no punches on the review. I, Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. It's, it's not, not saying it's bad. Just, you know, it just there's a couple of observations I make along the way. It's a reason that's, why that's... Nirvana came in there and beat the fuck out of these guys. And Alice in Chains is a reason why they succeeded. They're like, we that's why we no, have you. That, they're like, we don't need no stinking formula. They're musical directors. Yeah. We just need uh, ripped jeans and flannels. Okay, whatever. 
Just, just play the music. Shut up. That was scary. Mm. Hey, I wonder if, um, is there any, with like a slide whistle, is there any, like a, any composed music made up primarily <laughs> of sw- sl- slide whistle? Yeah, any, any Ger- Gershwin or something? Uh, you know, just like, <laughs> we need to research that. But I don't it's, you know what? It's it'd be tough to practice because it, it's actually pretty loud in in, in the apartment. Is it really? I bet. I, it's I, pretty loud. I got it. Here. I took it out of the box yeah. at like four in the morning, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I better not do that again. <laughs> you have neighbors banging on your door. <laughs> you know, it's Mozart's favorite instrument. Wow! How about that? That's pretty funny. <laughs> I can understand why it's fun and cool and exciting. Look, you get yourself a triangle. You get your, you got a band. Yep. I'm telling you, I bet you, I bet you there's got to be music out there that's made up of instruments like that. If not, here's our opportunity. Just saying. Yeah. Yep. Just get your tickets at Live Nation. That's it, man. Not only can we podcast, we could have a band. Yes. Pretty For cool. Whole, whole music review. Well, uh, NFL. Anyone watch oh. the uh, NFL over the weekend? I did. I did. Uh, I, I turned the bucks off. Wow, they were... Well, they were about what you expect from a losing team. Yes. There was no surprise, was there? Well, you know, surprise that maybe because I'm a fan, but I think Brady played well. I think he didn't get any support. I just didn't didn't seem like the team had the heart or the drive like they did. You know, Giselle was in Costa Rica with her jiu-jitsu boyfriend again two weeks before that game, just saying. Do you think that that affected him? I don't know. No, I think him being 45 affected him. Yeah. Well, that, that can happen. I think his offensive line not, you know, protecting him affected him. Well, I think the No, I mean, look. There's a whole lot. Look, it was a team effort. They lost. The he, he wasn't really that accurate. And look. The beginning, he was all right. Bill, Bill Parcells, but he doesn't throw down field. You know, you can't have a 45-year-old guy throw the ball 65 times. You're not going to win the fucking game. You know, uh, Fournette, look, we have a lot of free agents. I don't care. They can all go. Team's done. Look great. We won a Super Bowl a couple years ago, but we mortgaged the future for it. So we're going to have some really bad football in Tampa for a while. But they did clean house on the uh, offensive coaching side, so. Uh, the only guy I was sad to see go is old Clyde Christensen. He retired. He had been the quarterbacks coach for the last few years. It was his uh, second term with the Buccaneers. He was a offensive coordinator during the Sean King era. Good luck, Clyde. You you had a good run in the NFL. Longtime coach, so enjoy retirement. You earned it. Hmm. I don't know. There's some other good games though. The Jaguars. Yeah, that's pretty good. They were all really good. That was a good finish. Yeah. 
I mean, the Giants beating the Vikings. That was a good one, too. I don't think a lot of people gave the uh, the G, man, uh, a lot of uh, Bengals. They're, they're um, just a rough and tumble team. The Bengals. No, the, the Giants. Oh, Giants, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I uh, think no. the Bengals are going to go far, too. Yeah. I mean, this weekend you got Jaguars, Chiefs, Giants, Eagles, Bengals, Bills. and oh, then, that's uh, going to be the game right there. I think it – well, yeah. Giants, Eagles. I keep forgetting. I, I, I think that that might be the, the game. And then uh, – um, I can't even read my own writing. Uh, Cowboys and 49ers. I, I think that's going to – I don't think that's going to be close, uh, really. I think the 49ers are going to be just too good for the Cowboys. Let's see what the Subway Slam is. He is he in the wings? Well, isn't that hun- it, well? Isn't that hunky Whoa. dory? Hey! Oh! Oh! Well, oh! That no! Wait! Stand by! Stand by! Wrong sound effect. Oh! I was like, no, no! It's <laughs> too soon. Minutes. I know exactly what time I come on. That deserves a. I wait! Wait! There you go. Subway. Hey. It sounded like some kids TV show uh, or like Blue's Clues uh, entrance, but yeah, I like it. I like uh, Steve. Steve. So, yeah, uh, he's, uh, yeah, Steve. Bl- he's bald Blue's, now. That's Blue's oh. hander. I was like, Scuba Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Blue's hander, and then he went, and then he uh, he went off to college, and then his brother Joe took over as the handler. Um, and uh yeah then they got like a a new guy uh i think he's filipino uh as the new handler not not penis is that his other brother uh maybe i'm not so sure maybe friend oh air quotes friend yeah Maybe they oh. maybe they did some uh, behind the scenes pound town. Oh. <laughs> what? No, no, no. Oh boy. Subway, who's gonna win the games this weekend? Ooh, that's a good. Uh, ooh, good question. Good. Uh, so first off, I'll say uh, I uh, sorry about your bucks. Um, mm-hmm. They, I, I watched the entire game. Uh, they, I don't know what the hell they were doing. Um, no, they didn't either. I was going to say the same thing. They didn't either, yeah. there, bud. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, for the games, um, so I think that, well, we'll get this out of the way. The Niners are going to win because Brock Purdy is just so good uh, as a quarterback quarterback i mean you're the last pick of the draft you're undefeated uh you're undefeated and he might actually win his first super bowl in his first year that's a good story it's a good that is a good story if if the 49ers win the super bowl this year they better make a movie on brock purdy has anybody ever done that um I don't. I don't even. Well, there's been a few that have made it to. uh, I think Roethlisberger made it to a conference championship his rookie season. Sean King, his rookie season as well. 
Yeah, but I don't um, think there's ever been a rookie that has won a Super Bowl. No, rookie no, quarterback. Not. Nope. Absolutely he could not. be the first. He could be. And there is a chance. I'm just going to say, as long as the Giants are out there, uh, the NFC needs to be nervous because yeah. they're a team, historically, it doesn't pay attention to these things. They yep. just all of a sudden start winning in the postseason. You know, they knock out Montana in 1990. Uh, 2008, they won, backed into the playoffs and then went on the tear to go like, oh, we'll just beat the undefeated team in the NFL too, by the way. With a guy catching a ball off his helmet in the process. There was an David undefeated yeah, Patriots I mean, team yeah. they beat. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah, like that 2008 season. Yeah. Uh, or it was a 2007, you know. Oh wait. Yeah. And then yeah, Giant, that, uh, Giants are. Uh, I, I think as long as the Giants are, because I, I think the Eagles are the uh, paper champion in the NFC. I don't think they're. Uh, I don't think they can do it. Uh, no, no, they're not going to do it. Uh, you, you don't. They're not going to show up. I mean, what is it? The only time that Jalen Hurts has been in the postseason was last year, and he got smushed. So. I think if the um, Eagles make it to the Super Bowl, they are going to get blown out by four touchdowns. You, anyone can write that at home. And if you don't agree with me, after the Super Bowl, you can apologize at the show at warmbeerandcheapseats.com. Yeah. There you go. Feel free, feel free to call in. Or you get on that goddamn Twitter and say it too. Yes. Yeah, yeah beer seats. Yeah. And, seats. And, then, and then go, I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't forget to apologize. Yeah. And when you get a sorry, you get one. There you go. Is that some kind of sound effect for uh, for that? What's that song? Late night talking. What's that? It's a sound effect for just being a fucking loser. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you're wrong. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, no, you just fell down the Wonka machine. You're yeah. a bad egg. Oh, yeah, you're a gusset gloop. Make a poop. Yeah, you're Veruca Salt. Yeah, that. Daddy, I want it all. <laughs> and I want it now, Daddy. I want a poppy. All right, wait, is that here or is that oh by subway? Oh, my God, New York has come to I can't. Did anyone hear that the siren? Hear what? Oh, maybe that was it. Oh, that was here then. Usually I'm picking up a siren and I'm like, oh, there's something going on by Subway, wherever he's at. Uh, oh, nope. That's in, nope, that's in Studio right D. Here. Uh oh. You're off the hook. <laughs> yeah. For now, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, I I think the Jaguars and Chiefs are also going to be a really really good game. I um, think so. I think the Jags will uh, keep them close. I don't think yeah. they'll get necessarily blown out. Hey, I got I. Hey, uh, I got I gotta ask you guys a question if that's all right. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, have you ever drank Sierra Mist? More like Sierra Piss. Isn't that hunky dory? Uh- Oh, are you right or are you uh, right? I think I'm right. <laughs> Sierra Mist isn't that bad. My dad. 
Wait, wait, what's that? The Sierra Mist? It's a dad drink. What do you mean? Oh, I got you. Is he really? Is he really doing song? I I think. Is that Sinatra playing? Are we allowed to play this? Does he realize that I was in a recent musical like a month ago? A possible Tony nominated. Don't yeah, worry, that, you'll know when wow. I debut that baby. Yeah, don't yeah. don't look. I don't want to do it. Look, today was the slide rule. Look, every week something new. Don't worry. Yeah, I didn't forget absolutely. about you. Oh, you you didn't forget about High School Musical. You know, today it's the seventeenth uh, anniversary of when the first uh, uh, when the first movie came out in two thousand six. Wait, wait, seventeenth anniversary? Yeah, you yeah, know who would know that? <laughs> Yeah, that's who we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Who, who tracks the seventeenth anniversary of anything? Yeah. I don't know. High School Musical of all things, not like Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> yeah, it, or fucking Mash, something manly like. I was in High School things. Musical. I touched my wee wee seventeen years ago. <laughs> 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 Maybe it's because they were 17. No, you gotta make it like a sadder sound now. Like, woo. Ah. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that thing is so awesome. You're getting really good at this. Like, this since, is, uh, since we got on the show. I'm a savant. I'm a savant. <laughs> it's oh like my. I'm one with the slide. Slide, Whoever works in the next office of you at the Montecito is not happy right now. They're pissed right now. What the fuck? What the fuck? What video poker game is that? <laughs> not nah, you know what? That, I, that I motherfucker saw, I, keeps paying off. Uh-huh. <laughs> I uh-huh. was looking through uh, social media and I was like, and, and there was uh, uh, something I read. Uh, it was from uh, Bart Johnson who played uh, Coach Bolton. Uh, in the uh, in the movies, um, who I don't know how he did not touch his wee wee during the film. Damn, um, mm, uh, my but he uh, <laughs> no, he just pretty much did. Uh, he pretty much posted. Uh, oh, the happy 17 year anniversary to the High School Musical movie that came out in 2006. Are you like the only one you that should... saw it or something? Because this is the first no. time hearing of it. Are you sure? No. Yeah, no, I'm I'm sure. No, I'm sure. Huh. I wonder Did he not? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I got a question. I got a question. If if I mean, are they gonna invite me for their twentieth anniversary? I, I all right. I how about this? Tony nominate. I put up a Tony nominator role for for High School Musical and. Yeah, I saw the old uh, dance routine. You're yeah. I, I I don't know if this is gonna be your year. Maybe next year. What? It was, what? Yeah. All right. I what I want to see is a showdown between. It's not like uh, the performance. Like, of, like put all of, the uh, Glee positive. Now that was a performance. I I want to see Glee versus High School Musical in the octagon. <laughs> oh how oh hell yeah! That would be cool. I've never seen either one, and I'm happy to say it. Neither have I, sweet Melissa, and Yay. I plan not to. And I plan not to see neither one of those films. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see it more like a Miyagi-Do versus the Cobra Kai. That would be uh, better. 
Yeah. I, like that. Like, set, you got to set it to like relatable terms. <laughs> isn't 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 like Cobra Kai ending uh, after six seasons? Don't like after say six. That. Yeah. Uh, no. It, this was pretty good. It was actually a. It was strong. I, I I thought it would get weak after a while, but they just no. keep bringing these characters, and I'm like, this is wow. Be season six, yeah, coming up season yeah. six, Aww. and it will be there. It's going to be their final season. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's, that's an imposter. Uh, that, that is not a fucking authentic slide whistle. No, that was a. I think that was a, a cockatiel or something. That was a slide. <laughs> we- so that was, was someone a- playing the slide wee wee. <laughs> there was a cockatiel <laughs> that, that, that flew by my house. It went. It flew by again. Yeah, this is weird. Who let that thing loose? Well, all right, just relax. We got a lot of action happening outside. Studio D's uh very active today. Yeah, a lot of wildlife. Big Mike, where are you broadcasting from? I am at the uh, Polk Palace. Oh, oh man. Oh, my God. Is, did, is uh, Aunt Barb, uh, she listening? Uh, Aunt Barb is not listening. Aunt Barb is watching um, some kind of, you know, like 48 whatever. hours. Yeah. Now, it's what's the show, one of those Magnolia shows and reading a book. No. Um, and Barb's uh, probably upset. I have not watched the end of New Amsterdam yet, but I'm heartbroken that it's over. Here, a hey, spoiler alert it's now the old Amsterdam. Yeah, <laughs> that means it would be over. Well, yes, well, that, that would be okay with me. Did any of you guys watch Tulsa King yet? Because then I won't spoiler alert it. I have, I not. have not seen it. Right. Nope, not yet. So, uh, I heard it's really good. Uh, yeah, they, they cliffhanger. Rick's fucking Stallone shows up in it and sings a song. Really? Yeah. He probably sang "Get Your Head in the Game." <laughs> he sang positive. No. <laughs> it sounded something like this. Uh oh. Yep. He- Oh, God. Sounded a lot like that. Oh, God. You know that, that was my mother. That was my mama. <laughs> Speaking of mama, I think the ultimate Karen's going on a road trip tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Where is she headed? Uh,. Somewhere nearby the area of Studio D. An area. Yeah. Undisclosed locations. Mm. Seriously, though. Nobody that's going to be near her knows what plans are. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's predictable. There are only two places they'll wind up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's Saturday. 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 Did you just make up that song? No. Sir Elton would allow me to use No oh, God. I'm sure. Yeah, it was, oh. it was like it was like I was there. Right. He taught me. 
Uh, he's doing a mashup with Sweet Melissa. He's really fucking. He's really fucking broke, by the way. If you if you listen to that last mashup yeah, he did with Britney Spears, there are two, what is it? Garbage. Well, there are two conclusions I came to. Uh, Britney should not be free, and uh, Elton is fucking uh, in in the rears with the fucking IRS. No oh, boy. So he's just taking any gig he can get. Oh yeah. Yeah, he'll look be doing it for. Uh, look, look who we did with Dua Lipa. Who I, I mean, hey, I like that. Yeah, so he'll, he'll be doing do, infomercials soon. Yeah, you'll be yeah. playing the slide whistle with Big Ed in no time. You don't like <laughs> Dua Lipa? He already plays. I, the slide I do. Whistle. I, I, I enjoy the oh, one okay. with Dua Lipa. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's played the slide penis. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> he's been playing that for years, Case. Yeah, you know, hey, practice makes perfect. I guess so. On that note. Mm. Oh, actually, on that note. <clears throat> big Ed, rock and rock and roll, roll. retrospective. Take away, big. All right, guys. Thank you. So we're concluding our hair metal phase of uh, Big Ed's uh, rock and roll retrospective with Dawkins' Back for the Attack, nineteen eighty-seven. Back for the Attack is a fourth studio album by American Hair Nation band Dawkins, released on November second, nineteen eighty-seven. It is the band's best-selling album, reaching number thirteen in the U.S. Billboard two hundred remaining on the charts for 33 weeks. Three singles also charted on uh, Billboard's mainstream rock chart. Dream Warriors reached number 22. How? I have no fucking idea. Prisoner at number 37. Burning Like a Flame at number 20. Back for the Attack was certified gold and platinum uh, on January 14, 1988. The single Dream Warriors was originally released in February of 87 as a theme song for a horror film. A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Barry Weber at AllMusic gave back the attack three stars out of five, saying that it certainly isn't Dawkins' greatest album, yet it remains a worthwhile listen. He praised the band for sounding tighter than ever before, with frontman Don Dawkins, guitarist George Lynch being at the top of their game. Uh, journalist Martin Popoff praised the album, which offers length, variation, sense of ambition as never before, and called it one of the lost records brimming with bravado. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you listen to. But not so unique that it's one, one one's life soundtrack. You probably never heard of Motley or Rat either. The album was ranked number 12 on Metal Rules list of the top 50 glam metal albums. I must be missing something here. Recorded in more than four studios in L.A. and recorded on the Electra label. 13 tracks and clocks in it, lengthy 63 minutes. Oh, yeah, 63 minutes. Dockin is Don Dockin lead vocals, George Lynch guitar, Jeff Pilsen bass, uh, bass guitar, backing vocals, Wild Mick on drums and backing vocals, and Neil Kernan, producer and engineer. The album opens with Kiss of Death with an aggressive George Lynch guitar riff with Wild Mick keeping time on the kit. Quite aggressively, not a bad start. Don Dockin kicks in with the vocals and seems to be doing a good job and punches a few shrieks to let you know Dockin is running the show. Prisoner. This defines the era of hair metal with fancy guitars, passionate vocals, and you could just tell, just tell them all the pretty for the MTV. With a lot of nothing... George Lynch certainly knows his way around the guitar. Night by Night, a mid-tempo with real mean, tough backing vocals. 
Again, Don Dockin shows his prowess on vocals while George Lynch just shreds on the lead guitar and has some fast fret work and is an impressive guitarist. Standing in the Shadows starts out very formulatic. Guitar riff and percussion and bass followed by old Don Dockin, but once they get around to the chorus, it gets more appealing with Wild Mick and Jeff Pilsen on backing vocals bringing the song together. Heaven Sent, again, guitar, percussion, and bass. I think their strength is how they pull it together during the chorus and the chord changes. The vocal changes and I like the way each verse some, uh, somehow musically is added that was different from the verse prior. Mr. Scary, this is an instrumental and the heaviest song and a direction I think they could have went to break out of the hair metal formula. A nice heavy riff with each member adding to the jam as it flows along. So many tears, back to the MTV land with this one. You can picture it, the trash cans burning in the background and the scared hot chick not knowing what to do with a ripped clothes to her panties. But wait, Don Dockin knows, jump into my Ferrari, the day is saved. The next song is burning like a flame. This song must be the next part of the MTV land where they show how much in love they uh, their love they are with the ripped panties broad is in with Don Dockin and the song's happy demeanor seems to flow nicely with the song. Not my favorite Dockin vocal performance. Lost Behind the Wall. This definitely made a good radio song. It is something you can listen to in the car and you find yourself turning it up a little louder. I know I did. I'll also get a little lost behind the speed. This is what Dockin is known for. Heavy power chord, bold backing vocals, and slow pounding drum fills. Stop Fighting Love, this is a ballad disguised as a rock song. You can't fool Big Ed. This is meant to be a ballad, but still worth a listen. Well played, Dockin. Cry of the Gypsy, a song like this, I think really helps define the whole era of hair metal. The vocals on the lyrics just scream 1988, the peak of this genre. George Lynch layers some nice solos on top of each other and creates a real full sound. And the unsung hero, Jeff Pilsen, really helps keep this a tight knit song. Sleepless Night. George Lynch creates an ice, uh, a nice catchy hook with Doc and follow suit with his vocals, fitting it like a letter in an envelope. They really nail it. It should have been a single. Would have helped them out of sales for sure. Not the MTV land song. Dream Warriors. This got a lot of airplay. Probably the weakest track and yet was on the movie soundtrack and got a ton of airplay and it helped them go gold and platinum. This was not in my wheelhouse, and I did not hate hate this, but rather found four or five songs that I really liked. Mr. Scary was a bona fide rock song and would have kept docking around longer if Jordan Lynch did not leave to do the Lynch Mom. I gave this two and a half Montecitos for that reason. George Lynch was the talent. Don Dockin was the control. The Duke boy of Nesquak needed something a little heavier like Crazy Train or Trampled Underfoot. After, after all, he needs some type of motivation to drive through the North Gates at Smithtown East. I'm Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. Wow. Very Is that good. the lowest Montecitos an album's ever received on the show? I, I think so, Big Mike. I've tried to put a positive spin on everything I've reviewed the last two years. You know, going Just couldn't back. do it on this one. I, I tried. I just, it's just so formulatic. Like it was like, okay, catchy riff. Here comes the drums. Doc and start singing, you know? All right. But there were four or five songs in there that were like, okay, this is, I, I could get into this. And, it, and, and you, you didn't even mention the movie. Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I did in the beginning. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, yeah. 
Dream Warriors. That that movie. Is I shit. remember that one. Yeah, I for, I forgot this song was on that movie, and it was mm. the, the you know the title track, if you will, um, for the movie. It gets cool points for me. Yeah, yeah. it gets cool points, but musically, it was probably the weakest track. Yeah. I think Mr. Scary was the best. It was a nice rock, uh, a heavy riff. Everybody contributed. You know, they, they had the riff going and someone would do a standout with the drum or with the bass. Or, I mean, George Lynch is no slouch on guitar. He's, he's a good guitarist. And, you know, listen to Lynch Mob. It's a little heavier than Doc and... Well, Big Ed, we were talking before the show briefly, and I, I felt like was sometimes with the that hair scene, if you will, that late eighties rock scene. Sure. Was uh not it wasn't of due to a lack of talent because the talent was there. They were uh some, there was some, some of the great most, guitarists. Yeah, you're the, right. Some great guitarists or great vocalists. I mean uh, Sebastian Bach. I mean, you can name a bunch of guys. Yeah, uh, they're great Bell, musicians. You know, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, uh, George Lynch, uh, obviously. Sure. I I think the excess of the studios really uh, kind of destroyed, you know, rock in a sense. You know, what do you say? They made it like studios. a formula. You know, this yeah, is yeah, how yeah. you this is how you write a rock song. You know, this is what we're looking for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they're like, just don't don't rock the boat. And then, you know, grunge comes out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Poison, and, warrants, and they're all, sometimes rock. I can't tell them apart. I mean, uh, I, mean I, I got to listen and I can, but I mean, it, it's still formulatic that it's, oh, yep. you can listen to it. Oh, yeah, 1988. You got to have a couple power ballads on there. Yes. You know, maybe, maybe if you want to be uh, trendy, cool, because Tesla did it, you're going to throw an acoustic song in there, but, or extreme. And uh, otherwise, this is, this is what you do. This is, this is the formula to a rock album. Yeah. They all fizzled out by 92. They were all done. Done. Has-beens. Uh-oh. I hear the sirens now. There must be. Uh... Not it. They're nope. making their way out. Oh, nope. That's Subway. Oh, yeah. No. No, he's muted. It's here. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're sleepy. Yeah. Time. Not so sleepy tonight. Deep. Yeah. No, maybe it's uh, they're going to go see uh, George Malakinus or whatever. Fuck you. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah, I, I look. I didn't mind doing it. I, I liked it. It just this out of them all. I just couldn't. I try to find the the good in all of these. I, and I've done some real. I don't know if they're real stinkers, but there were some that you know that I put lipstick on, and there were some that surprised me that I liked. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, look. The the burden's the heaviest of the one that holds the cross, I guess, and that's that's you, Big Ed, when it comes to you know doing the rock and roll retrospective. It's tough being the anchor. Hey, well, someone's got to do it. It certainly. And it might as well be you. Yeah. yeah. So what's on the what's on the horizon 
for the uh, rock, rock and roll retrospective? Big Ed, tell him. Well, we could do Robert Plant's Pictures at 11. You know the four albums I bought down in Melbourne a few months back? Mm-hmm. So we got, I got another month of, you know, music. And then uh, we got to start thinking of uh, the next, you know, gimmick. We got to go another something. scene? Yeah, something like that. Uh, Big Mike, text me a letter. I'll remember, you know, they're, they're um, down in Studio C somewhere. We, we secured them. Yes, so- I will. When I get back to Studio C tomorrow, I will send you the inventory. Yes. Right. I want you to listen to this pictures at eleven, Big Mike. This was uh, a pretty big, pretty big album. Got Robert Plant back out of you know back out on the road, and you know he was very hesitant to start recording, and uh, yep. turned out to be just I don't know a great album. It's not like it's a spoiler alert. It's been out for you know since yeah, so spoiler alert too. Yeah, it's forty years. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, Robert Plant's first solo album, 1982. Spoiler alert, Robert Plant can yep. send good stuff. Yeah. That is a spoiled spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, right. can't, I can't think of uh, a stinker on that album, but I'll have fun listening to it again. I haven't, I haven't listened to it in, in, in quite a while, maybe in, in rotation, but not start to finish. It's been been a few years. Yeah. So it'll be a fun one to visit. All right. Uh, Big Ed, did you want to talk about we? Yeah, we talked about it, David Crosby. I, you know, I mean, it, it's like a it's like a weekly thing. Yeah. This these, well, you know what? These fucking guys were all you know, seventy, eighty years old. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not like they live charmed lives. They, they, no, they this kind of look, David themselves. Crosby. I was never a fan of. He was just very arrogant. Did he and die? Yeah, he's dead. He, 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 he was on borrowed time for about twenty-five years. The guy uh, abused his body. He gets a liver, gets put up a, uh, on the living, goes skips a lot of people and he goes out fucking drinking you know he's he's still kind of abusing his body after he gets his fucking liver you know anyway i i thought he was an interesting guy in the fact that he was supposed to be like the face of this like hippie movement and i'm like and he's supposed to be this like ultra liberal whatever about people and he just comes off as just a mean guy yeah and uh, he was interviewed on the Bennington show, I would say about six months ago. The Bennington show. And uh, he, he's, he, he you came off he very cankerous. Yeah. yeah. And, and, let me really? tell you, and Bennington uh, has uh, mellowed somewhat in age where he probably would have been a little bit more confrontational with him, but he's not that kind of guy anymore, if you will. Um, I don't know. He, he was upset about something, and, uh, you know, I, he, I I think at the time he had sold his catalog of music, and that's what a lot of these older guys are doing. They're selling the catalog. Cashing out. They're, they're cashing out. So, and it was around the time when, like, Bruce Springsteen got like half a billion dollars or something. It was a stupid figure he got. I think yeah. it was that amount. 
Um, was, you know, uh, yeah. When did Crosby get? Did they disclose it? Uh, yeah, it was a much lower. But you know, he had like uh, writing credits to Songs of the Birds, and yep. you know, you know, Crosby. He was, was one of the Nash. original members of the Birds. Was the, yeah. Well, you know, just to tag on that, he was with the Birds since 1965, and. Uh, had his first number one hit with uh, Mr. Tambourine Man, which was a Dylan song. Yep. He formed CSN in 68. Uh, their second concert was Woodstock. That's quite of uh, That's yeah. a venue, huh? The chick there, it's Crosby, Stills, and Nash remained active from 76 to 2016. And they did at least one, you know, every decade they did something with, with uh, Neil Young up until like the 2000s uh crosby released six solo albums uh inducted into the hall of fame twice once for his work with the birds and again with csn uh let's see five albums to which he contributed are included in rolling stone's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time three with the birds two with crosby stills nash and young uh, very outspoken, sometimes depicted as in a, let's see, an emblematic of the counterculture of the 60s. You know, he, look, he has its place in music history, but as a person, sure. I think he was just, I say he was a piece of shit, but he just, yeah. you know, just wasn't a very happy or nice guy with all the success and, you know. Attitude goes a long way sometimes. Yep. Rest in yeah. peace, old man. Yeah. You, I, you know, I, I think it was Graham Nash. I'm going to try to remember this. Uh, no, it was Graham Nash. I was doing this interview on Howard Stern. I'm going to try to retell, and I'm not really big on you know whatever. I'm, I'm going to retell a story of someone else. But, sure. you know, the, their second live performance is Woodstock, but like, you know, not more earlier than that, you know, Stephen Stills is coming off uh, Buffalo Springfield. Right. You know, David Crosby's has been at the birds for about a year and, you know, they're, they've been kind of jamming together and Stephen or uh, Graham Nash had toured America and then he was leaving the Hollies. And so they kind of jammed together at a party and they're like, oh, this is kind of fun. And I believe they went to London together and Graham Nash is like, invite them over. And then some of the Beatles were there and they're like, we're, we're going to do this band and played like Marrakesh Express, which I think ended up being their first single. And, uh, you know, they're like, well, they were kind of blown away. And, you know, CSN was a, I mean, a big, big band. You know, I mean, the way I've read this, uh, I, I don't know even who I, I read the original epitaph or whatever, eulogy, online, Variety, Rolling Stone, whatever. They kept talking about the birds. I'd say Crosby, Stills, and Nash are way bigger than the birds. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they were, there, was a, there was a mutual they, respect with them and the Grateful Dead. I mean, they, they basically headlined uh woodstock and they were like a new band even though they were old musicians but they were like new i mean i don't i don't know the grateful dead always loved the way they harmonized 
and uh, they're, they're, and they're the harmonies. Crosby, Stills, and Nash always loved the way they jammed. They hmm. they admired like the dead wish they you know that they could harmonize like them. And then Crosby, Stills, and Nash wish they had the musicianship of the dead. So there was like a real mutual respect of what each other's talents were, you know. No, I read I that in that. the Rolling Stone article many, many years, like in the 90s. I found it interesting. Oh, Melissa's got a tear in her eye thinking about it. You, no, you I, got wow. her on that one. I don't think it's a tear. No. Well. Oh. Well, that, you better. Get a little... it's a... <laughs> Not thank you. Uh, well, yeah. Big Mike, you got anything else to, to add there, bud? I, I don't have anything else to add this evening. Subway? Uh, I don't think so. Rest in peace, David Crosby. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's all you could say. Well... Sure, he had his demons. Sweet Melissa. That was it. No, all right. Well, no. <laughs> she she said what she had to say. <laughs> well, with that said, uh, hopefully we'll be back in studio all live together next week. We shall be. We'll have a little uh, Robert Plant to listen to, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk NFL. And ah, you know, next week it's going to be the uh, pre. Royal Rumble. We should do a little prediction oh, yeah. for Royal Rumble next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Let's do yes. it. So a little prediction. Maybe Roman Reigns will fucking lose eventually because this guy is just it's a joke. Big Ed, you've said a mouthful. Hey, uh, listen. How much... I'm calling it right now. Bob Backman. He's he's back. Who? Backland. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. And I, and I don't he's, think they're gonna let like Kevin like Kevin Owen win. No, they they won't let Kevin Owen win. Well, not not yet. He, he's a guy that should hold a a big belt. He's pretty entertaining, and the crowd likes him, just like uh, Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think this has run its course. Uh, I agree. It's like, let's let's get a little variety in here. It's it's getting too predictable. Well, I think they've been dragging it out like they got to do something with The Rock. So, who The Rock? Uh, the Rock. The Rock. The stone. Mm. Yep. Mm, layeth the smacketh down fucking jabrones. That's right. Can you smell what he's cooking? Insert people's eyebrow. <laughs> yeah. Nicely done. Yes. You couldn't see the face he made with his people's eyebrow. <laughs> yes, even the ultra masculine gentleman would have been proud of that. The people's wheelie. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thanks for joining the show. Oh, yeah, good. You stuff, got it, guys. Thanks. Let's see if I can hit the post. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Warm Beard Chief C's W B C S. We're just tuning out. <laughs> Catch you later. Don't I'm out. Later. Later.